Welcome to the next podcast of Millinery.info. In this episode, we speak to Diane and Jan, the organisers of the Millinery Meetup in the USA. This Millinery Meetup will be the last one that these two wonderful women have put together. At the end of the podcast, make sure to check out the website to secure your spot for this wonderful event. Just before we get started, just a small note about this podcast. I spoke with Jan and Diane a few weeks ago about Millinery Meetup. Since we recorded this podcast, a few things have changed in the lineup, with Lena Stein joining the Tudor team following Vlad having to withdraw due to visa difficulties. And most recently, they're in the process of finding a replacement tutor for Ian Bennett. Needless to say, it is still set to be a wonderful week of tuition, and we look forward to seeing what wonderful skills and new connections are made at the final Millinery Meetup. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you both for joining me today to talk about Millinery Meetup. I was just wondering for those who haven't necessarily heard about the event before, if you could give us an idea of what they could expect if they were to um, come along. Diane, you want to start? Sure. Well, first of all, they're going to get the most amazing instructors with talent from all over the world and it's going to be brought to you here in the United States. So it's the third time that we've done it, and I think we have a stellar lineup this time. So you're going to learn and from the millionaire instructors that we have lined up for you, but you're also going to join the millionaire community. It's a complete immersion into everything millinery. All these women and men that are milliners that usually work by themselves have the opportunity to chat with each other at lunch and talk about this technique I use at breakfast and show each other pictures and get inspiration and just enjoy themselves. They're going to create their their new millinery BFF and it's going to be friendships that last a lifetime. That's so wonderful. And so what's the, uh, are there classes every day and how long does the event run for? The event starts on a Sunday, um, excuse me, September the 23rd and goes through the 28th. Um, The first day is pretty much just registration, um, find your way to your room, um, and then come to our very exciting marketplace that we're having. We're going to be having vendors from all over the world, so we're very excited about that, as are our attendees. Um, and we have about 98 attendees who will be coming along with our instructors uh, who will be also doing some shopping. And um, after they do that, after they've uh, opened their pocketbooks and bought some wonderful things, many things that we can't get here in the United States, um, and after they do that, they have the opportunity to take a class, which is a four-hour class. And then, um, or they don't have to take that, uh, that day at all. If they've been traveling and they're tired, they can certainly go and um, just explore the campus of Aeromont School of Arts and Crafts, which is a, a beautiful, wonderful campus in the mountains, the Smoky Mountains. So um, the first real classes start um, the next day on Monday. So we have a two-day class. And... Um, we've had a lot of requests for that for the last two millinery meetups, so we decided to do that. We have a two-day class and then two successive one-day classes. So everyone has an opportunity to study really under four, four different instructors over that course of the, 
of the week that they will be on campus. And we think that's exciting and tempting too. But they had a very difficult time trying to decide what classes they want when they were registering. Can people stay on campus with you or do they need to be finding themselves accommodation close by? How does that work? Ooh, let me answer that. <laughs> um, staying on the Aeromont campus is half the fun because it is a historic campus that was created before public school systems to educate the children of Appalachia. So it has a huge history. And one of the places that they can stay is called the Historic Red Barn. And it is divided into bedrooms and bathrooms and lounges and fireplaces where they can sit in the evening and talk to each other and, and really bond over all things millinery. But we also have a brand new dorm and it features single rooms with private baths, if that's what you're looking for. So we have, you know, queen-size rooms with private baths all the way to sharing a room with four of your new best friends. So it's really a great way to stay on the campus. It offers every price point so it can fit everyone's budget. The food on Aeromont is something we need to talk about because it is really <laughs> incredible. You eat every day breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the campus, and it's all prepared for all types of nutritional needs. It's very nutritious, lots of fresh vegetables and food, but there's always a vegan um, option as well as a gluten-free option. So the food is just terrific. Nobody goes hungry, that's for sure. Um, so who have you got coming to Tudor to this millinery meetup? What can we expect to um, see in the classroom? Well, we're very excited to have from the UK, we have Ian Bennett um, and we have Edwina Ibbotson coming from um, the UK. From the Netherlands, we have De Hodenmacher, um, two guys that we have not met yet, but we're very much enjoying their emails and they seem to be like great fun. Um, and I think they're very quite well known in, in the Netherlands. Um, Marcel and uh, Dirk Jan uh, are their names, and they're going to be team teaching. We also have uh, Vlad Stratoshuk from Barcelona. We're very excited to have him on campus as well. And we have um, from Australia, we have Louise McDonald, whom I just absolutely adore, having met her a number of years ago, uh, Philip Rhodes, and uh, Galena Coford. So we are very excited to have all of those folks coming um, from around the world to come to Gatlinburg, Tennessee to teach uh, folks from mostly the United States, but we do have some Canadians as well. So who can come and attend this conference? Is there a specific level of skill that someone needs to have or can they just be starting up in their millinery interests? Um, what, what, what level could they expect to um, need to come along? One of the things that we kept in mind when we put the class list together, when we selected the instructors and the class topics, is we wanted to have a variety of course levels because many of our attendees are coming back for the third time. And they are what I would consider looking for advanced classes. So we do have some classes that are for the advanced milliner, someone who's proficient in a lot of basic millinery skills, but is looking to take their work to another level. But many of the classes are also available for the beginning student who is really just interested in millinery or getting into millinery. Of course, you need some basic sewing skills, but there are classes to fit 
everyone's skill level. How can um, someone find out about how to sign up and a little bit more about each of the courses you have on offer? We do have um, a website, which is millinarymail.com. tab there that one can click on registration, which will take you to the actual registration site. And that will show what classes are still available of the different um, accommodation that Diane mentioned for anyone who is wanting to come. And we welcome um, anyone who would like to um, come to please sell out the night spots that we have available. And so the floor of registration was absolutely, um, I think we, we sold about 60 or 70 seats in about 25 minutes to, uh, to 30 wow. minutes. So it was, it was a little crazy there for, for a while. So yeah, there was a, a mad rush. Um, but another um, place that you can find information would be on our Facebook page. We do have a Millinery Meetup Facebook page. And that's more dynamic in that people are asking questions and we're kind of prompting people on a daily basis for the website is a little more static. Um, that doesn't change very much. Except for those classes, uh, we'll, we'll say if they're sold out or not. And when a class does sell out, Diane will make sure that that happens on, on the website, where, on the registration page. And how many people are in one class at a time, just to get an idea of class sizes? The class sizes are between 12 and 14. And which traders um, can the delegates have the opportunity to visit as part of the trade show? Just me jumping in here. My apologies, we had some trouble with the connection as we were recording across the continent. Just to make sure that we have everyone included because they're so vital to an event like this. In the marketplace is Judith M. Millinery Supply House, Lily M. Millinery Supplies, Hatbox Australia, Hatboxes USA, Lisa Farrell Millinery, and Hatmaker Millinery Supplies. The sponsors for this event, the premium sponsor is Judith M. Millinery Supply House, and the other sponsors include Guy Morse Brown Hat Blocks, Lily M. Millinery Supplies, Hat Blocks Australia, Hatter's Millinery Supplies, and Hatmaker Millinery Supplies. Thank you so much, and I hope you'll enjoy the rest of the podcast. One of the, the greatest parts about coming to the marketplace is that it's the first time that a lot of milliners who have to rely upon the internet in order to buy anything for millinery, except if you live in New York City or have access to that way, is that the first time they get to see it, touch it, feel it. They get to see the quality, they get to see the color. It, they're just so inspired by all these beautiful things that we don't normally get to see. So it's such an exciting day for them. They're just like kids in a candy store. One thing that uh, one of our sponsors, uh, Judith M is our premier sponsor and sponsors a lot of the events, the opening reception. She supplies our tote bag that our attendees really love. We also have, uh, and we're very fortunate to have a sponsor for it this year is Guy Morse Brown Hat Blocks. They're sponsoring our hat contest. And that's an exciting part of Millinery Meetup. So the hat contest, we give them a theme. And last year, or two years ago, I believe we had half the attendees, uh, is that correct, Jan, that, that participated in the hat contest. And this year... Yeah, I um, think it was about half. I think we're a little over half that have decided to participate. And the 
theme is set by our sponsor, and it's Knees Up. Jan, say it correctly. Yes, it's a right royal knees up wedding. <laughs> and that was chosen by Dr. Morris Brown. And I just wanted to ask you, how did, um, how did Millinery Meet Up first come about and how did you two come together to um, arrange this event? I was teaching at Aramont and Diane was uh, my lovely and I was just teaching a, a millinery class there. And Aramont getting some conference type events to their campus at the end of their of the year. So um, I have been considering things, particularly since I had been a part of international millinery in Australia for a number of years, and I loved that for the United States. So because Aramont was looking to host something like that, um, Diana of the staff house at Aramont an evening and had uh, a bottle of wine and talked about what we could do to make something like this happen. And by the next one, we yeah. So um, that was in 2013 when we were teaching. We had our first millinery meetup, 2014, and we've had it uh, every two years since then. So it started at Aramont, um, and it will end at Aramont. We are we love that camp, love the creative energy that is on that camp. And how has the event changed from that first year that you ran it to what the event is um, this year? For the very first one, we we were not sure uh, because it was we did not know if this would work. We thought that it would, so we uh, it was fall. We had 50 minutes. And we had four instructors, two from the United States and two um, international instructors. Um, and it was a go. Again, we sold that event out in about 24 hours. So we knew we were on to something when, when that happened. So the very first one was 50 people, four, four uh, instructors. And then in 2016, we bumped it up to we say 100, it's actually 98 people, just to keep the numbers straight. But 100 uh, uh, attendees, that's what we're doing this time. We have actually added a day, this millinery meetup, and that was a request of our attendees from the last feedback. And they wanted an extra day, so we're giving them an extra day. And um, what do you found one of the most um, rewarding um, things has been about creating this event? Well, I think that it, it, is, it has helped millinery community in the United States. It has helped give an education opportunity to many people who do not have the financial ability or the time ability to actually travel to Australia or to go to Europe and actually study. So it's the way to, to share this wealth of knowledge with of the world with the United States. And I think it's increased the quality of millinery in the United States. But I also think it's developed some incredible friendships for people that, that they treasure and love and can use each other as support network to help them in a very creative way. So to me, that's, that's been the most fun. I think Jan and I enjoy doing it together. <laughs> and we have to talk every day for months and months. So um, after it's over, I miss talking to her every day, but we have to do it every day during the <laughs> <laughs> so. 
sounds like a great team. <laughs> I couldn't do it without her. <laughs> and hopefully she feels the same way. Absolutely. <laughs> And how do you choose to, um, you're both located in different um, parts of the country and also neither of you are located um, at too close to Aramont. So how how is the communication, like how do you keep in touch? What's the, is there some challenges behind that being located in different locations? I don't think so. I mean, like Diane said, we do talk on the phone um, several times a week and sometimes several times a day. Um, we were just together team teaching down in New Orleans last week, having a wonderful time, but also uh, discussing business. Um, uh, so, you know, we, we do see each other from time to time, get together when we can. Um, we've seen each other twice, I think, this, this calendar year already. But um, lots of emails, lots of sending documents back and, back and forth, lots of um, discussing what we can do better and who we've talked to. Um, and, and, you know, just trying to um, keep, keep things moving forward. Is there anything else you would like to add about the millinery meetup? This is our very last millinery meetup, um, which distresses a lot of people. But I think Diane and I feel like we have done what we set out to do. And um, we, we want to let people know that we do still have some seats available, and if they would like to come, this will be the last millinery meetup, so please come, and we're going to go out with a big bang. We're going to have lots of fun. We're going to meet lots of new people, see some great old friends, and this will be, this will be the end of millinery meetup. We're going to put her to bed and let her rest, but um, we, we do look forward to seeing everyone and very much appreciate all of our sponsors who are supporting us, and, uh, and of course, we couldn't do it without the attendees who are coming and our wonderful instructors as well. Thank you, Jen and Diane, for speaking with me today about Millinery Meetup, and we'll have the links to the information about how people can sign up so they can make sure that they get in on this wonderful event. Um, the last opportunity for Millinery Meetup for the moment, it sounds like, but a wonderful event, and thank you both for your time today. Thank you for your time, too. We really appreciate it, Lauren. Thank you, and hope you can join us at Millinery Meetup. Thank you for joining us for this podcast of Millinery.info. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Did you know you can now support Millinery.info through Patreon? Check out our website to find out more. We'd like to thank our first Patreon supporter, Catherine Ellen of The Essential Hat, which is located on High Street in Paran. We look forward to bringing you another podcast soon and we hope you've had a wonderful day.